Hello and welcome to Talking HE. My name is Santanu Vasant. In this episode, we speak to Kelly Trividi, an independent consultant with a research interest in critical thinking. We explore what critical thinking is, if critical thinking can be taught, how to use critical thinking in your research projects, and what makes a good critical question. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, um, I'm Kelly Trevedi. Uh, thank you for inviting me today. It's a pleasure to be a part of this podcast. Um, I've been working in education now for nearly 10 years. My work has ranged from teaching photography in secondary to teaching law and research modules at A-level and undergraduate level. I've also worked as an academic skills specialist. Um, this is really where my passion for critical thinking developed and most recently I worked as an educational and academic developer and since 2020 I basically started a new venture and I now work as an academic consultant specialising in academic skill development working with students and educators across various higher education institutions. I'd like to begin Kelly by asking you how you define critical thinking. So I get approached quite a lot in terms of what is critical thinking? So what's the definition behind it? And I think that's a really, really difficult question to answer. And, you know, there's if you even if you do a simple Google search, you get so many different answers to that question. And for me personally, critical thinking is having a disposition to think independently and to question assumptions with a clear evidence base. And I would say that that kind of covers three main components for me. And, you know, it's having that independent thought, you know, constantly going in your mind, okay, but why? Why is that? What does that link to? Questioning assumptions saying, okay, well, I've read this paper, which talks about, I don't know, it might be behavior in the classroom. But then in my context, that's completely different. And being able to unravel some of those assumptions is really important. And then having that clear evidence base. So, you know, making sure that the literature within which your topic or field of research or whatever you may be looking at is situated, you are exploring all of those aspects. And I think those three key elements are um, the areas of focus for me personally. Thank you. That's really clear. So how do we teach or can we teach critical thinking? I think this is a great question. You know, I get asked this quite a lot and it's been subject to debate for a number of years. Critical thinking is part of all of our daily life. You know, we are doing it without knowing um, that we are doing it. For example, when we're deciding on how to maybe manage our money or organising our exercise plan, But sometimes in the academic world, this can be where the barrier comes in because students may not always recognise when they are demonstrating their critical thinking skills. And the reason behind this is that largely from the research that I've done or come across as well, suggests that this is mostly actually due to the fact that students are not always crystal clear 
on their understanding of what critical thinking is and what it encompasses. So I don't think we can really blame them for that either, as there is no universal definition of critical thinking. Although in academia, there are certain pointers which most people who you speak to would most likely refer to. So in answer to that question, I would firstly go back and maybe flip it on its head a little bit um, before I address it and look at critical thinking in the sense of can it be learned? So various researchers and educators may actually say, no, it can't. And you can either do it or you can't. So they may say, you know, it may be based innately, i.e. if you are inclined to think critically, then you know, you have more of this ability to do it. I say, in my opinion, that it can be learned. And the reason why I would say that is because, yes, like, you know, we, we know some people may come to university with more of an ability to think critically. And that might be, you know, it might be due to their experiences, for example. So they may be actually in a favourable position, the more favourable position in terms of understanding critical thinking. But that is no reason why, if they did not have a full understanding at the start of their student journey, they cannot learn these skills. So I believe they can. And the reason behind this is, you know, take the example of children. Um, one of my favourite, favourite authors and educators, um, Bell Hooks, um, basically looked at, well, children, as they develop, they ask all those why questions. You know, we all we know we all know children who are you know developing their language skills and curiosity. You know, they're asking those questions, and as humans, we are naturally curious. But the way we navigate through our education system, i.e., as students through you know primary to secondary, we are taught that our opinions matter very little in comparison to what we read, and then. When we ask students to relearn this, when they get to college, sixth form, university, they are actually required to redevelop this way of thinking. So this actually brings me back to your question, can critical thinking be taught? And I don't think we can teach it in the strictest sense to be maybe a little bit diplomatic there, but we can facilitate the development of it. As humans, as I said, we have this you know, curious mind anyway but i do think it takes conscious practice so it's it's a bit like learning the language it's a bit like coding um it's if you have you know some of those tools and you know how to then yes you you know you can start developing those skills but in a strictest sense i don't think it can be taught mm, that's really interesting so what are some other common pitfalls in your opinion that students face when learning about critical thinking so in terms of critical thinking and the pitfalls, there's various things that come up. And when I was working as a lecturer in my role previously and currently as an academic skills coach, students tend to approach me with that basically thinking that being critical, i.e. to be critical, meant to point out the drawbacks or negative aspects of an argument. So I think they take the very, very literal meaning of the word critical sometimes. I'm not saying this is all students, but I'm saying that sometimes if there is um, particular challenges with it, that can be something that students do come to me to discuss. Now, 
this quite often leads to a one-sided debate in their academic work. So say if they've been asked to do uh, an assignment, which might be an essay, for example, and they're required to, de to debate a question in more depth and detail, you know, if it's a one-sided debate, they may have received a low grade for not considering in detail a holistic debate, so not looking at, you know, uh, various pr perspectives. Compared against the requirements for assessment, this again shows gaps um, in their approach. So that, I would say that is one of the most common pitfalls. Um, the other one, I would say, is sometimes as educators, we may actually forget to tell students what we mean by critical thinking. And I think that comes from or stems from the fact that, you know, year on year we're doing, we, you know, we, we're in our practice. And I think that there's a multitude of different work out there on critical thinking. And also maybe just different advice being given from course to course, educator to educator, it can actually lead students to become confused. And I think in our own context, if we can define this for students, um, then that works really well. There's been some really excellent practice that I've seen come through where, you know, it's been explained to students right from the outset. And because they've actually gone down and thought, actually, do you know what this word phrase critical thinking actually means and a lot of students I've noticed in classes say actually no we don't we we, we have some sort of an idea but actually when it, once it's explained to them from the outset it's led to a much more smoother understanding and application. Mm, yes I definitely agree with that it's uh, sometimes a nebulous concept and until students actually experience it they don't know what it is. So how does critical thinking help with planning a research project? I think in terms of research projects, there are so many different aspects that are involved in that, you know, from it might be from thinking about what your research actually is going to encompass, like what's it going to focus on, to looking at methodology, to looking at your literature review, to looking at what your recommendations and conclusions are, the data involved. So, so many different aspects here. And it's actually fascinating to see the research unravel as you read more, as you plan more, as you speak to more people and start engaging in those debates. And I think that as students or researchers, as educators on this journey of any type of research project that we may be undertaking or our students may be undertaking, it's so important to become critically reflective um, during each stage because we can really then see where the points are developing. Growth un inevitably happens when we're doing research projects. And I think, you know, it provides you with a sense of direction or even pause when needed. So I think there's a place for critical thinking for sure in terms of moving from one aspect to the other. But also, for example, when you're conducting maybe a literature review and you're looking at different um, texts or you might be looking at more nuanced arguments to be able to take a step back and think, how do these link together, these arguments link together? And then being able to actually go back and reflect on that um, is really key. And most importantly, I would say it allows you to take a step back and form an informed, rich argument. And these rich arguments are then evidence rich. And it's important 
you know, whether it's for a creative subject or whether it's for a legal subject or it might be for a STEM subject, it doesn't matter what subject, but I think it's just this having this awareness of being crit uh, uh, critical. And also viewing research as a process is really key because it allows those moments of critical thought to allow for those aha moments to sort of surface, as I like to call them, because, mm -hmm. you know, you can go through a research project and you inevitably it's going to change as you grow and develop. And I think sometimes it's so lovely when you find something that you don't expect to actually see in your research, you know, and it might be something that's so unexpected, but it, it kind of makes sense when you get um, going with it and they start to service, or it might be something completely different as well. And I think having that open mind with a critical eye is, is, is so key. So taking that research example, what are some critical research questions that students should be asking? I mean, I would say uh, the first question to ask as part of a research project is, you know, why? Um, and I know that may sound very simplistic, but I think we have to go back to basics when it comes to research, because if we don't, I think we can go down this rabbit hole and get, get you know, halfway through and think, mm, actually, that's not what I was looking at. Um, so if we have clear intentions, and these, those will develop, but I think asking why am I doing this project is number one. And then I would say second, a second question to that would be, um, how, how am I doing this research project? And the third question would be, what's actually involved in this and what tools do I need to access? And I think once those three questions are sort of answered, you can then start going into the, the planning stage um, of this. And I think the planning is so key because it focuses on that bigger picture thinking and it really allows that room for that criticality to develop at each stage to allow for those development of ideas. And most recently, um, actually, I um, received it only this week, but I published my very first book um, for students and first time researchers centered around planning your research project. And it's a very small book, very accessible, and it's part of the little quick fix series. And it's so helpful in that it allows you to take that step back and start to plan each segment of the research project. And I think that is something which students can find beneficial and first time researchers as well. Thank you to Kelly Trividi for her time. Next time on Talking HE. Hello, I'm Satwinder Samra. I'm Director of Collaborative Practice at Sheffield University School of Architecture. And I'll be discussing how to design and deliver and earn as you learn practice-based architecture course. If you've got thoughts, comments or suggestions for topics you'd like us to cover, then please tweet us at TalkingHEPod. Until next time, I've been Santa Nivasant and this has been Talking HE.